There is a new head coach in Syracuse, New York, and his name is Adrian Autry. That's right. Jim Beheim's coaching career comes to a close. We've got a lot to talk about. Jim is out. Autry's in. There is so much to break down with regards to Syracuse basketball. Let's get after it. It's Locked on Syracuse, and it starts all right now. You are Locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Sixty years ago, Jim Beheim arrived at Syracuse University as a freshman, played some basketball, did a lot, and then he becomes the head coach. And 47 years later, we talk about the end of what is one of the longest coaching tenures in the history of any sport you could fathom, and that is the 47-year career of Jim Beheim. Adrian Autry takes over the head coaching position, and what a day it had been for Syracuse University. Syracuse loses its first ACC tournament game. They fall short to Wake, and then the wheels started to spin, and oh my, did they spin quickly. You hear immediately after the game, Jim Beheim in the press conference, starting to talk about some rumblings, and we'll play the clips here. This was the first, Donna DeTota asking a question about you know, what the future holds. And you started to get this this narrative from Jim and this this conversation that it seems like the thoughts were there, that it could be time. I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday and I gave it in the press conference afterwards and nobody except Will, William Payne figured it out. You're going to retire? This is up to the university. You want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, I think but you're I not saying... I just said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you're not sure whether you're... When will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. So it all starts post-game, right? Jim doesn't really know. It's up to the university. You're talking to the wrong guy. I pretty much gave my retirement speech at the Dome on Saturday. And it was confusing. It was coded. It wasn't really set in stone. It didn't quite make sense. And naturally, Mike Waters follows up. And so this is sort of where the press conference ended. And then the wheels continued to spin. Jim, I... I I apologize, but I'm just a little confused. Do you want to come back, or did you just announce your retirement without actually announcing your retirement? No, I said it's up to the university. They have to make their decision, and it's up to them. I hope we can come to a good agreement, but, I mean, that remains to to be seen. All right? Is that clear? Clear as, clear as I can make it. It's unclear. And it was unclear. And it started a little bit of rifling through in terms of these remarks, right? What did Jim say 
back on Saturday as he exited the dome in front of a, a crowd of nearly 25,000 people. And the remarks that I found, I found the recording uh, that I had on my phone and, you know, his sort of parting words were, we have the best fans in the country. No doubt about it. Thank you for being here today. And thank you for all the support for a long time. And that was how he parted ways on Saturday uh, during that celebration when Hakeem's jersey was retired, when GMAC's jersey was retired. And you started to have that feel that maybe it was time. And then, but an hour or two later, you get the press release. Adrian Autry to take the helm of men's basketball as Jim Beheim's story career comes to end. That's the headline you get from Syracuse.com, from Qs.com, talking about it has happened. The conversation doesn't need to continue. It's not a the university is going to do what they want to do. The university's mind was made up, right? This decision was made prior to Jim making those comments, prior to this game happening, prior to Syracuse's season coming to a close, right? To have Autry queued up means that this was something that you've got to assume was sort of solidified. And it symbolizes the end of what was such a tremendous career. 47 years and so much happened in that time frame to take a school and to take a basketball program and to take a city from struggle and a terrible program and no real identity to building its way up into a national basketball powerhouse. And that is all a responsibility, all the responsibility of Jim Beheim. When you think about Central New York, when you think about Syracuse University, you think Jim Beheim. And that comes to a close today in terms of his career at Syracuse. I don't think this is the last we hear of Jim Beheim. He talked about it. He wants to be a part of this university in some capacity. You're going to see him in the community. He is a guy that you've seen in different locations, right? Around town, at events, whatever it may be. And that's sort of where this hits home so much for so many different people. And you've had that conversation, right? Is we, We've wanted it to sort of happen, right? This year felt like it needed to happen. The game has passed him by. It's no longer his time. He needs to step down. There needs to be change. And I think you don't need to abandon those thoughts and abandon those opinions because they were warranted, right? I'm not here to say that, that you need to pretend that they weren't warranted and it only needs to be sad right now. This is the start of change. But I think in needing this new and wanting this new, as a Syracuse basketball community, Today and the next week or so cannot come without paying your respects to Jim Bayon. I said it on Twitter today. It almost felt like this sort of symbolizes the end of my childhood mentally for me. When I think about growing up in, in Syracuse and in central New York, you think about Syracuse basketball, you think about Jim Bayheim, and as his career comes to a close, it almost to me mentally feels like I'm an adult and I no longer have that to latch on to and it's time to take the next steps. And that's where we currently sit today as change has happened. 
and it needed to happen, and I'm glad it happened. But that does not come without this conversation where everybody in the central New York community needs to pay some sort of respect to what Jim Beheim has done in some capacity. You can be frustrated with the last few years, 1,000%, but we need to look past that today. We need to think the history. We need to think of, find me something that has been such a consistent staple in your life more than Jim Beheim and Syracuse basketball. I don't know if I have anything. Right? That has been a staple, year in and year out, synonymous, Jim Beheim and Syracuse basketball. And today, as Syracuse's season comes to a close, Jim Beheim's career as the head coach wraps itself up, and there is a new era of Syracuse basketball dawning upon us. Where does that take us? What happens next? What else needs to be said today? We will get to all that, but first, Let's hear from our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. We're past the midway point of the NBA season, and now's the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. Have some fun. Get out there around and with FanDuel you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go FanDuel.com slash locked on that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA we've been calling for change we wanted change and change is here Jim said, this is not necessarily my decision. This is an agreement with the university. They're going to make the decision that they want to make. They are going to do what they think is best for this program moving forward. And Beheim mentioned it. He wants to be a part of this, similar to Coach K, similar to Roy Williams, similar to what Mike Bray has been spoken to uh, be able to do as he parts way today and continues on uh, in a different capacity. And Bayheim wants to be a part of that, rightfully so. And I think today you, you sort of just have to sit there and pay that respect and, and understand what it is that really came to a close. 50 years, basically. 50 years dedicated in every capacity to Syracuse basketball. You've watched so much happen in his career. And I feel like I can't even personally speak to it well enough to give him the respect that is deserved summarizing a career of that longevity. I can speak to the recent. I can speak to the 2000s plus. But to think mentally that there is another double that before that I can't even recognize properly just goes to show everything that needs to be said with regards to Jim Beheim today. You watched this man go from a young coach and grow, and then you watched his children grow up and become Syracuse basketball players. And Buddy Beheim comes out, and Jimmy Beheim plays, 
and you watched this man's life with a closer lens than many people will ever see. And you basically, he was a part of your year, a part of your life. Winter and basketball season was synonymous with Jim Beheim and has been forever. And today, that transition begins. It was quick. I can't believe how fast this sort of went, where you think the game ends at 2. Beheim's press conference ending at 2.15. And at what time? Let me pull this back up. Um, at 5 o'clock, two and a half hours after Beheim's comments, a press release comes out. And he is out and Adrian Autry is in. Now, this is exciting. I'm proud. I'm excited for Autry. Good for him, right? A guy that, you know, has built his way up through the program, getting hired as an assistant in 2011, becomes the associate head coach in 2017, right? A guy who did his time and has grown and is a solid recruiter at times, takes over. And this is the start of what you have to assume is going to be a lot of change for Syracuse basketball. The conversation seems to be brewing. Is Jerry McNamara going to stay? Is he going to try and find a head coaching gig elsewhere? Where do the assistants come from? Right? Where can you find assistants? Is Mike Hopkins going to have a job at Washington? Is he going to make a return to Syracuse? Right? All of these conversations, these small ideas, these thoughts begin to percolate today as you now have to fill an associate coaching position, possibly another assistant coaching position, and you are going to see dominoes fall as a response to this. It is important to note that the transfer portal opens up on Monday. It's time. It had to be quick. It needed to be a quick transition. If it wasn't going to be Bayheim. Because of how quickly the transfer portal opens up, it had to be a quick decision. Autry was the quick decision there. I'm sure this was planned out prior to today. It's going to happen fast. Players are going to leave. Dominoes are going to fall. Coaches might leave. You're going to have to bring guys in. You might need to find some late cycle guys in the 23 class. You're going to need to attack the transfer portal in ways that you have not done before. You're going to need to do that. And it all starts now. It really does. And I think Autry presents the opportunity for a smooth-ish transition, right? It all is going to depend on, you know, a lot of these players' thoughts on Autry and him as a coach and where things go from there. But that is sort of where it sits with regards to Syracuse basketball right now is I don't know if I can give you an answer as to where things are and where things look come tip off next year, next season, when the season begins. I don't know where Syracuse goes from here. Is it a quick fix and things are back on the rise? Is this a part of a quick decline and re-rise? I don't know. But there are a lot of questions that are formulating as a result of what happened today? Jim Beheim out as the head coach. 47 years, retires today, was forced out today, was let go today, was not re signed today. We're not sure the exact logistics, but regardless, 
a damn near 50-year career comes to a close. Red Autry takes over. It is a new era of Syracuse basketball. And I'm excited to see what it presents. And I think a lot of fans are excited to see what it presents because it has been so long with that same entity in Jim Beheim and the entity that started to fade out in recent years and lose its edge. And you're going to get what might be a revamped program and some change. And I think people want to see change. And so you can be excited. You can be happy that this is happening. You can have thoughts. You can say that you thought they should have gone external. That's a warranted point to bring up, right? Find a national search. And if Autry is the guy, he's the guy. But if there's someone else, say down the street at Colgate, say uh, a former assistant coach that maybe is making his way around college basketball before retiring, right? Where are these guys? Is it everyone's hatred to a Bryant coach? that comes back to town. The national search would have been interesting, but the internal search and the internal hire presents what could be the smoothest transition with regards to these players and the fewest guys leaving and the most guys staying because they know what they're getting in a guy in Red Autry. We're not sure, right? These are all questions that we're just putting on the burner right now. There is gonna be time before that water starts to bubble, before things start to get going. And we are just at the surface of what this conversation will actually indicate for this off season that is Syracuse basketball. This is, and I believe I have predicted that it would be like this as well about a week ago. This is going to be the most intense off season in Syracuse basketball in I don't know how long with the amount of change that will naturally happen with a head coaching change and the possibility of an assistant coaching change, right? We talk about the remarks made from Jerry McNamara. I said they either sounded like a head coach or as many people are starting to point out, they sounded like a farewell to central New York. If we're going to speculate, if we're going to play that card. You're going to have guys transfer out. You're going to need guys to transfer in. You've got, in theory, Joe Girard and Jesse Edwards that are leaving. Maybe they stay, maybe they don't. But there is so much that is about to happen in this offseason that I can't even begin to predict where things end. I would assume you're going to have, well, you're going to have at least one new assistant coach, maybe two. You're going to have multiple guys transfer out of the program. If you think John Bolajak is the only one that exits Syracuse this season via the transfer portal, I think you're absolutely insane. You have one recruit in the 2023 class. There is going to be severely high turnover this year with the program as a whole, and it has already started. Strap in. Put the headset on, the headrest on, the overhead thing. Put the seatbelt on and tighten that thing up. Because change is going to continue happening. This is domino number one on what is about to happen. Jim Beheim's career comes to a close. 
I will try to honor him to the best of my ability right now as we wrap up the show today. I talked about it a little bit. I think many people will talk about it, and I will try to do this as much justice as I possibly can. I think back in my 24 years of life, and I think about what Jim Beheim has meant. And I think about the first time, you know, I've gone to the Dome and the first games I watched growing up and, and seeing him and knowing, right, who he is, right? One of the first celebrities that I had ever mentally like ingrained in my mind as what is a big deal and who is a big deal. And growing up in the area, growing up in the community, you pass by Jim Beheim. I was at Santangelo's and Jim Beheim was sitting two tables away from me and I damn near passed out. You see him in public, you see him in different locations, you meet him a few times, you have conversations with him. I played basketball growing up against Jimmy. I played basketball against Buddy. I fell in between them in terms of age. I played games against both of them. And I would play a basketball game and you look up in the stands and Jim Beheim is there watching his son. And what that means to you as a young player, as a young kid, is tremendous. It's unbelievable to see that happen. I think back to, to the success, right? My, my faint memories of 2003 and what that meant to, to my uncle specifically. Uh, I'll, I'll give him the nod. He is the biggest Syracuse basketball fan. I have ever met the most passionate, the most everything. And what that win meant to him and means to him to this day. I think back to 2016. I'm a senior in high school or a junior in high school. Watching Syracuse beat Virginia in a hotel room with my high school baseball team. Getting noise complaints from the other hotel goers in Myrtle Beach. Three noise complaints. Because Syracuse is about to come back. And Jim Beheim led a comeback against Virginia to send Syracuse to the Final Four. I think back to 2013. We switched our flight to Florida so that we could watch Syracuse play Michigan in that tournament run. I think back to when I was a student covering the team. The first time you asked Jim Beheim a question. I think back to the tournament runs that were there when I was there and what it meant my senior year to be doing post-game talk shows following a Syracuse run to the Sweet 16 that was as out of pocket as any they had ever had. And what that had meant to me for Syracuse basketball led by a Buddy Beheim and a Jim Beheim to continue my time at Syracuse in terms of sports broadcasting at WAER and being able to, to have those extra games and do those talk shows and have those conversations as Syracuse makes a run. It has been such an integral part of my life. And I feel like as I have grown up in Syracuse, there have been milestones that correspond and correlate with what is Syracuse basketball and as we have mentioned, what is entirely synonymous in Jim Beheim. This is a guy who has, you know, touched the lives of so many people and impacted the lives of so many people and is such a big part 
of people in central New York and beyond. And to sort of see how things wrap themselves up, you talk about the 2003 celebrations from Saturday. You talk about having so many Syracuse basketball alum in the dome on Saturday. And it is such a fun way to go out, I guess. It feels weird, right? It was not as authentic. You didn't have the goodbye tour of Coach K. It wasn't really that formal. Beheim was sort of saying goodbye today, but at the same time saying, maybe not. There's a chance I'm back next year. I wanted it to be, I didn't want him to have a farewell tour. That's not Jim. That's not Jim Beheim by any means. But I did want it to be a little bit more formal and have it have a little bit more solidity. I told my friends, I told people to get to the Dome on Saturday. Because that might be the last time you see Jim Beheim coaching in the Dome. And it wasn't announced then. But as you look back, that is the end. That was the last time. And he goes out victorious in the Dome. He finishes up what is a tremendous career in Orange and on the sideline in so many you know, monumental moments. There were conversations today about how many things he outlived. He outlived Manly Fieldhouse, right? He brought this team into the dome, whether he wanted to or not. He witnessed this team grow, this program grow, this fan base grow, attendance grow. So much has happened in the 47 years since Jim Beheim took over Central New York. And I want to, and I hope I gave it some justice, because what he has meant to so many people, even with the last couple of years and some frustrations, and it not being a picture-perfect ending with Syracuse holding up another national championship trophy, what he has done in terms of consistency in terms of find me someone somewhere who has dedicated this much time to anything. And you'd be hard-pressed. So to Jim Beheim today, and there are more conversations that will happen tomorrow. What do you expect with Autry? What should we expect in the transfer portal? What should we expect with coaching? Where will things go from here? Those are questions for tomorrow. Those are questions for next week. Those are questions for the next six months. For today, it's time to reflect, think positive Bayheim memories, think impact Bayheim has had, think what this means moving forward. There's a lot. And as we wrap up today's episode, I, I want you to think of the positive or what that big moment was. Because I think for so many people, there is that individual moment with Jim Bayheim, whether it's a jacket toss after a charge, whether it's not 10 effing games, whether it is a press conference moment, an on-court moment, an off-the-court moment, an interaction you had, whatever the case may be, I would be hard-pressed to think that as a Syracuse fan in any capacity, you can't think of one moment with regards to Jim Beheim that you will miss, that you will forever cherish, that you will remember. And that's sort of where I want this conversation to go today. There is a balance, right? 
We wanted new. We wanted change. And change is here. But for now, we do have to respect a legend and absolute greatness in some capacity as we close this out today. Please join the conversation. Get the replies going. Get the comments going. Join in. Right, Share big memories, share big ideas, big thoughts, big conversations, big moments that you remember with Jim, maybe something that wasn't as mainstream, something that was a little more hidden, right? Whatever that moment may be, uh, get that chat going. It would be cool to see, you know, your fondest memories, things of that nature, because I do think even though change is here and it didn't close out as beautifully as maybe Bayheim would have wanted or the fans would have wanted. This is the closing of a book that has been so well written and so well done and will remain legendary as it continues. I'm Owen Valentine. I'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks for the listen. Uh, I hope, I really do, that I, I was able to, to do Jim Beheim enough justice today because that is what this career is and is so important and so big and so monumental that I hope we can do that today. And I hope that I was able to today. So thank you. Have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, thank you, Jim. So long. <laughs>